You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hey, everybody. This is your hostess, Lakeisha Mazur, and welcome to the Business Basics Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about using the F word in business. Now, there are so many words that begin with the letter F that are probably going through your head right now when it comes to being used in business. Finance, family, friends. Beep. Imagine the scene in the locker room of your favorite professional sports team before their championship game. Every one of those players is filled with nervous energy. That's the adrenaline pumping into their bloodstream, getting them ready to perform on the field. However, as nervous as they all are, they are not afraid. They don't feel fear. Why? Because they've done it over and over countless times. Now, how many times have we heard the phrase, feel the fear and do it anyway? Now, this concept is backed up by the resounding solution of the way to overcome your fears is to feel your fear and do it anyway. Just prepare as much as you can and then go do it and then do it again and again because you're gaining momentum. Why? Well, because this is how you've overcome every other fear in your life. So it'll work for you again. So they say, I challenge that. And that is why, audience, I'm revealing how to tame fear in your business instead of it stalling you for setback. Now, let's dissect the word fear just for a moment. Fear, F-E-A-R, is an acronym for false evidence appearing real, meaning there's no true threat of immediate physical danger, nor a threat of a loss of someone or a threat of a loss of something that's near and dear to us. Actually, there's nothing there at all. Now, I'll elaborate with a little example on that. Now, in my years in the education sector, as a noon duty, watching kindergartners play on their playground, I noticed that there comes a time in that child's age bracket where they like to play the screaming game. And when kids that little scream, they're not actually even screaming. It's this shrill, ear-piercing cry. And 
then as they get older, it becomes a scream. And nobody's ears want to bleed from those shrieks. So one of my jobs is to find out who is screaming and are they in danger? Why are they screaming? Who else is involved in this screaming? And usually there is a chase game as the culprit of this. And why is this important? Because there is no threat of immediate danger. There is no threat of loss. Nobody fell. Nobody hurt themselves. Nobody skinned as much of a knee. It was just something that someone thought of. And then they all started doing it. There's no danger of anyone or threat of anything. And at that point, I let them know that the proper way screaming and shrieking is justified. Now, on point one, recognize that fear is a head game. Decide if you want to win it or not, because it's a game. It's you versus you in when you choose to do something and when you don't. You put it off. You don't think something's going to work. We play this guessing game with ourselves with every little piece of information we gather to make our businesses better, whether we collected it ourselves or we delegated it to others. For example, You buy something at the time you thought it would solve a pain point in your business, but you didn't do anything with it. I mean, just that moment alone. That was fodder for my episode five, utilizing what you already have to find more deals and save you money in your business. So remember, fear is a head game and there is a way to win it. Now, did you know that you can snuff fear out in small steps by choosing your hard. Do you need to delegate? You can either have burnout and fear that the company will, in essence, burn down without you, or you can have some uneasiness of that new employee you hired. Choose your hard. Need more funding for your business? You can either have a scarcity mindset and only use what you have in your own accounts, never really getting to scale the way you envisioned, or you can have an abundance mindset and you can get a loan or line of credit, maybe even some venture capital, and be nervous about the funds you need to pay back. But at the same time, have certainty in your ability to scale your business the way you have envisioned ever since you thought of it. Hmm, choose your hard. Now, call reluctance is a real thing. And the reason I'm mentioning this is to some people, when you make those outbound calls, they're worth hundreds, thousands, or even millions of dollars. Now, whether you are a 
solopreneur, or you have a team, your long game is picking up the phone to make those calls are actually more profitable than any other marketing methods deployed to get the business. Now, how do I know this? (laughs) Well, I am recovering from sales reluctance to where the thought of just picking up the phone would give me anxiety. And it wasn't fear of being told the word no, because I'm an insurance agent, so we come with the thick skin. But even the act of just picking up the phone to call other business owners to at least ask the question, if they needed my goods or services, depending what product I was calling about, there was this fear of, would they say no? Would they say yes? Would they slam the phone? Well, even with regular consumers that fill out the form asking for different things, there's still a probability of that. But I learned as I delegated it to a call team, I did book more appointments. And for the things that I actually had to make the sales calls for myself, they were actually worth thousands of dollars in the long run. So for your sales trainers out there, figure out what the gold medals are, figure out what the German shepherds are. One of the tips that also helped me pick up the phone leads into point number two was to rebrand fear as nervous energy to be a usable force in my business. Because picking up the phone, I won because I just picked up the phone and it didn't matter if they actually picked up the other end or not. I won because I picked up the phone. There's a nervousness we do feel as we make our business decisions as well in the best way that we can. And the first snag we hit, we seem to let fear in to snuff out the little faith that we had mustered. And it's such a shame because if we truly did start out with fear versus this nervous energy, We wouldn't even attempt to try or execute anything. Nothing would have made it to the idea board, the concept board. We would have kept it a secret. The board wouldn't even have heard from us during those brainstorming sessions. Now, that nervous excitement will give way to certainty after having executed a couple of times. Ah, but what if we channeled our nervous energy because we rebranded it? What if we channeled our nervous energy and it still turns into failure? Confirming the fear of, oh, I shouldn't have tried anyway. Or oh, just not good enough, or "Mm, reject it again. Now to this, I say, 
be flexible in your expectations and give yourself some grace if it doesn't work out. Now, some things are just unavoidable and that they just will fail. Sometimes, even based on the systems and plans that we have put in place, it happens. Remember, you don't know that at the time. Situations that are out of our control weave themselves into our day-to-day business operations. Now, do you remember episode 15, Beauty and Failure? I shared that great meaning of that other F word, fail. (laughs) And if you didn't get a chance to listen, go ahead and finish this episode first, then give episode 15 a listen. Another great tip would be Visualize the end outcome in a positive light. Now, hindsight is twenty twenty when it comes to fear in the long run. Did you know that doing things that cause the nervous energy leads to growth and it's actually positive? We don't think so sometimes, but they're actually micro-improvements. We don't notice them until we connect the dots later. This is how we get to a place of reflection and go, remember when? And then we laugh. What if we could laugh about it while we're doing it instead of freaking out about it? What if we visualized the outcome positively, which conditions our mind in doing so? And then we execute what needs to happen. Athletes do it all the time. How much higher could that make our belief, our faith in what we're trying to achieve as business owners, as entrepreneurs? Now, speakers are a great group to use this as an example. Them getting nervous, channeling that nervousness, and getting it done anyway, as they hit that stage or they enter that room. Now, why are they able to do this? Aside from visualization and actually practicing their speech, they know that someone is out in the audience and needs to hear that message. So they go out and they deliver it with the conviction and passion that only they can do. The result is a spark in the heart of someone out in the audience letting go of their fear and stepping into their purpose. The speaker is passionate about their impact. As they speak to more and more people about more and more topics, they grow. They deliver their message stronger. The impact of the message resonates better, and their impact becomes bigger. In closing, it doesn't matter what you do for a living. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you don't 
tame fear in your business, it can stall you for setback. It can be an overlooked business basic done more often than you think. All right. So no longer will you have setbacks in your business because of fear. You flip fear on its head by rebranding it as nervous energy. You, in the long run, know that hindsight is 2020 when it comes to fear. So you can look at it and laugh now <laughs> instead of later. You can snuff fear out in small steps by choosing your hard. And even though you don't want to fail, because quite honestly, nobody does, <laughs> just know that you're going to be comfortable when it happens because you're going to learn from it. And finally, you recognize that fear is just a head game that you have within yourself. It's you versus the successful business owner you visualize yourself to be with faith in your skills and abilities that will be the primal winner. So thank you for listening. And audience, here's my call to action. Subscribe to my show. I repeat, subscribe to my show. And here's my call to action for the people that like extra credit on top of that. Go ahead, check out my website, Legal Help, the number four, biz.com, to see how we're making a difference in the lives of others with our services. And I look forward to bringing you more overlooked business basics because once it's revealed, it cannot be concealed. Until next time, I'm your hostess, Lakeisha Mazer. Have a great day. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.